Welcome to the 222 Paranormal Podcast starring your host, the one and only, the Tower of Power, the man of the hour, Joe Shortridge, and his sister. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, listeners. How are you this week? We missed you. We had fun last week, Moonville Tunnel. So much fun. I uh, checked out the bike trail leading up to it. I'm definitely going to it. All right. <laughs> we just need some warm weather and we're yeah. there. And my friend Kelly from Fringe Paranormal said that you can ride horses down through the tunnel really? as well. So we're going to all get together and take a little road trip down to Ohio. I've never rode a horse before. Shut up. No, I haven't. But you're a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? Nothing. I just you know, throwing <laughs> it out there. Speaking of rapping. Rapping and tapping. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I want to give a shout out to somebody. Okay. Special. <laughs> no, um, I had a really, really fun time. I did something non-paranormal, but it was super fun. I went to Michigan City, Indiana, which is on the coast of Lake Michigan, to a meet and greet with Vegas Low Roller. Shout out, Daniel. I wanted to give him a shout out. He does YouTube videos of himself playing slot machines, yeah. and it's very entertaining. He was super cool, and um, had a really fun time. I did see a really interesting, very haunted-looking mansion there oh, as really? well. It's called the Barker Mansion, okay. and this place was so awesome-looking. It was closed for renovations, but it's one of those places we're going to have to go check out because it looked like it's just full of ghosts. Well, this summer we're going to be doing some traveling, so sure. hopefully one of our conventions takes us over that way. Yeah, yeah. But I did see something interesting, though. I went to the Vegas Low Rollers YouTube page. <laughs> And I, I'm scanning through his videos, and I see Jennifer sitting there in one of his videos. I made the thumbnail. I was so happy. I was just like, my life is complete. I'm on the thumbnail. So you guys, go to Vegas Low Rollers YouTube page. Yeah. Check out all his videos, but look for Jennifer. Yeah, and shout out to Blue Chip Casino for hosting <laughs> him because it was really fun. And, you know, there was a lot of his fans had uh, showed up, and, you know, they were really all really really nice people and it was an awesome casino and it's good but you know just one of those put it on the bucket list destinations it looked like there were some really cool old cemeteries and there was this weird phenomenon going on on the beach i don't know i didn't even see it or know about it but mm -hmm. i read about it afterwards that the wind is whipping off lake michigan and creating these like weird sculptures in the sand yeah I, if i would have known i would have drove down by the water it wasn't only like you know five minutes from the water but anyways what happens is the the waves and the the sand and the moisture mm -hmm. and it, they just start building up and make little little tiny towers on the beach of yeah very very strange sand sculptures yeah but speaking about strange places uh, you want to talk about my house haunted places uh, <laughs> well i did have something weird happen in the house yesterday yeah okay so i was gone all day right so i leave super early in the morning i go to work i'm gone all day i get home i've got my parakeet in one hand you know i'm carrying his cage because he was at grandma's house and trying to get in the house quick because it was so cold out i didn't want my you know liberace to get cold so i come in the house and i like drop my purse drop my laptop bag put the bird on the kitchen counter and i hear hello loud really Plain as day you know who it sounded like huh. our cousin who just passed away really it sounded just like maureen i mean like okay i'm uh -huh. i'm on a podcast but my mouth's like hanging open <laughs> it's like okay and it was weird because it was so it was i thought that i had the tv on and i walked in i'm like hello nothing else and then i heard 
like a kind of a man and woman kind of chattering a little bit. And that was it. And I was like, okay. I think there was a party there without you. Hashtag ghost problems. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about our topic today, Joe. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. So I learned about this place from Miranda, the ghost biker. It's one of her episodes is one of my favorite ones Mm -hmm. called the end of the line. So I looked it up and it's Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. Looking at her video and then doing some research, this place is extremely haunted. Uh, (laughs) This is unbelievably haunted super super cool looking for sure it looks like a castle in the middle of a valley in tennessee right the town i looked up the town on the google the google and i looked at the maps and the town is so tiny right now there's only 600 people that live in the town and it's so small because it is in the valley and in the holler in the (laughs) holler and a lot of people were hollering down there (laughs) but this place was it was bad bad news so a little bit of the history of it. There was a, they called it the Cold Creek War. And what it was, was the mining company was mining the area. And the workers actually, I don't know if you call it a, a strike yeah, or that. Basically. But they called it, called it a war. I don't know why. So the state started bringing prisoners in and doing the mining for free. So the miners got pissed off and started this war. And it ended up having over 500 people arrested. 27 people were killed. Dozens, I know how many how many dozens of people were actually wounded, but there was actually 27 people that died. And what happened was after this, the the miners put all the prisoners and the prison guards on a train and shipped them out. And I can't remember if they went to Nashville or where, but they put mm-hmm. these guys on the train and they shipped them out. Now, the state still wanted to use the prisoners for mining, so they built Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, and they used all the prisoners as the labor force, literally building everything from the railroad tracks, starting to dig the mine, all the equipment, everything. And they actually ended up making Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary just so they could use all the prisoners as labor. That's mean. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And the thing is, these prisoners were treated so bad. They called this place the end of the line for a reason, you know? There was no death row in Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. Basically, the whole place was death row. Oh, my gosh. So, it was it like a free-for-all situation in this prison? I don't know. I think so, because there were so many murders. So, in our research, I found that the prison was supposed to hold around 600 mm-hmm. inmates, and it was tapping out well Almost close to a thousand prisoners. So, you know, you had cramped conditions. There's no health care. No. There was tuberculosis, syphilis, every kind of like communicable disease running rampant Mm -hmm. through this prison. Yellow fever. Everything. And so it's interesting because you would think they would want to keep their prisoners healthy because they needed them to work as, you know, for Mm -hmm. basically forced labor. Yeah. And the thing was, okay, they had a quota that they had to meet every day of how much they brought out of the mine. Mm-hmm. If they didn't meet that quota, they were beat with leather straps out in the yard so everybody else could see them. And then the next day they had to make their quota plus what they didn't make or else they would get beat again. So they would beat them with what? Like a leather strap. I don't know. It was Oh, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we use but, whips, not straps. Oh. <laughs> joking too much information tmi tmi (laughs) no but this place it's almost looks like it's built right into the mountain Mm -hmm. 
So there's probably not a whole lot of hope for escape. They built a huge concrete wall all the way around the prison, yeah. correct? Like a 20 foot wall. That's it's if you Which guys the look, prisoners actually built. Yeah. If you guys um, Google the pictures, we'll put them up on our page. Mm-hmm. You know, this destination, they used to call it the Alcatraz of the South. Yeah. So it was a de- destination for some of the worst criminals. So some of the famous people that were housed at Brushy were James Earl Ray, who was most noted for um, confessing to kill Dr. Martin Luther King in 1969. So he arrived at Brushy in March of 1970, and he had a knack for escaping. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. know that. So a year after he arrived, he removed a cinder block from a cell and managed to squeeze his whole body through the hole. And he might have escaped, except for his path, he ran smack into the prison steam plant. Okay. And it w- almost cooked him. No way. Yeah. And a year after that, there was a guard saw him crawling with a makeshift saw. Apparently, he was going to try to cut his way out with an air or through an air vent. And then in 1977, Ray and six others climbed over the wall using a 16-foot ladder made of salvaged pipe. Um, He was on the run for two days, and local trackers and hound dogs found him exhausted and buried under leaves trying to mask his scent. Um, In 81, three inmates stabbed him 22 times. Oh, wow. They said it was a payback for the assassination, but, you know, that can't be proved. Yeah. Um, He ended up dying in 1992 at the state facility in Nashville um, after he left Brushy. But there was this story of, um, this is really crazy, and this is probably leading up to some of the hauntings. Okay. And there, there was a serial killer named Paul Dennis Reed who had been convicted of murdering multiple young people. And they called him the fast food killer because he would go into like a McDonald's. He went into the place called Captain D's, which I think is like fish and chips and a Baskin Robbins. And he would murder these, you know, a couple of the kids, he slit their throats. And then he would he dumped some of the bodies in a place called Dunbar Cave, which is like a popular state park around there. But he ended up getting um, the most single cases of death, you know, what do you call it? Um, life sentences. Like their death rows, or oh, death sentences, death sorry. Sen- okay. <laughs> uh, and he ended up moving from Brushy, which he was in, and then he died in 2013 of pneumonia instead of getting his you know death the electric chair yeah old sparky yeah (laughs) which they didn't have actually at brushy they actually would have to send people to nashville for that Oh, okay but um yeah so you know there's so much just really really hardcore like Mm -hmm. murders and 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 everything that's uh, the thing went on at this prison i mean there was no off limits there there was really nowhere like I said, there was no death row, but basically the whole place was death row. Yeah. And even in the mines, you know, people died in the mines. It said that over 10,000 people died on the property. Wow. Now, if that's not a recipe for yeah. haunting, come on, right? There is a prison graveyard. Oh, okay. Okay. It holds about 400, gra- over 400 bodies, but none of them are, there's no grave oh, marker. Okay. Well, you know, people have investigated um, Brushy. 
have just, I mean, like seen it all, right? There's shadow mm-hmm. figures. There's full body apparitions. They've caught EVPs. They've seen light anomalies, banging noise, machinery sounds. Um, what else have they heard over there? There's artifacts in the prison from the prison, like shanks and stuff like that. And people say that those hold the energy of the people that they killed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that go through the tours or do um, investigations there actually get a lot of activity around those items. Okay. EVP, stuff like that, shadow figures. It's just, it runs a gamut of stuff. I mean, almost every time they have a tour there, somebody sees something. Yeah. It is so haunted. And one of the people that they say that's haunting the yard is a prisoner that was killed out there when his mother came to visit. He was actually killed in front of her. Oh, my gosh. That's I know. terrible. Miranda was saying that there was actually someone that was um, watching a movie and they had their throat slit, throat slit. So the theater itself is supposedly haunted by that person. Like I said, there's like 10,000 people died on the property. So there are ghosts everywhere. Yes. Um, and there was a prisoner who was, I think, a couple of them that got chopped up and flushed yeah. down the toilet. <laughs> well, one of them got flushed on the toilet, um, but the other one was tacked up in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. With the, a bunch of the prisoners Mm -hmm. took meat cleavers and cut this person up so if you guys um know what the stone tape theory is it's or don't know what it is Mm -hmm. um you know it's basically that the surroundings absorb the energy of you know things that happen in the walls like the wood would absorb the the stone you know certain kinds of stones are more i guess absorbent Mm -hmm. (laughs) i guess you'd say like quartz and limestone so you know to have all of this type of activity in a place that's shaped like a cross, mm-hmm. um, they purposely shaped it like a cross for, you know, the prisoners to be redeemed. <laughs> I don't think it happened. But, you know, perfect recipe, perfect storm for a haunting. Um, you know, if you go down there, make sure that you do your um, protections before you go mm-hmm. in. You know, like we've talked about before on the show that you can get attachments very easily, and that's where we got our attachments was mm-hmm. in a prison. That's the thing, too, that they say about this prison is a lot of the people that do the tours and that will have attachments. Now, I don't know if it would just be during the tours, though, because they're not really calling the spirits in to talk to them or that, but who knows? But uh, you think if the spirit's strong enough, that's possible. they're going to get you, yeah. right? Like, they could follow you home. They could try to mess with your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, in prison, it's all about power and respect Mm -hmm. so like control yeah that too entities i guess you would call them or ghosts probably are still living that life right they're still trying to get over on somebody or get revenge or take out their anguish on you're somebody new you're newbie coming in right Mm -hmm. they don't may not be able to distinguish between a tourist and a prisoner they could still be living in that realm yeah you know so what did Miranda, like, did she have any, like, really strange experiences there? Her video there? was, like I said, one of the, my favorite episodes of hers. The one thing that really got to me is she slept in the hole. Now, was she there by herself? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she does that. I she, could not. She investigates by herself I and she actually sleeps in the locations. Myself. I could not do it. <laughs> That's scary. But while she was sleeping, you could actually hear audible voices going nighty-night. And you can hear machinery running. Mm-hmm. You can hear footsteps, loud door slams. Um, you could hear a tennis ball being bounced against the wall. And this is all as she's sleeping. It's just recording. So, oh my go to her YouTube page, Ghost Biker Explorations, season two, 
think it's episode one or two. It's called The End of the Line. You'll learn a lot oh from gosh. that. It just blows my mind. And But there's so many things happen here to people that have the paranormal investigations is, like I said, it's, it's light anomalies. It's actually seeing apparitions, hearing people talk, hearing, you know, people mm-hmm. yell, guards yelling. I mean, they were, okay, you got to remember the murders that happened there was guards killing guards, mm-hmm. guards killing inmates, inmates killing inmates, inmates, inmates killing guards, inmates. people dying in the mines, people dying of the diseases yeah. and the beatings and all that. So it's a recipe for extreme hauntings. So the lesson is don't go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> Try to do right. I would love to investigate that mm-hmm. place for sure. I don't know if I would wander off on my own like I did at uh, West Virginia Penitentiary. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I would check it out. I would be very cautious, though, you know, because you just, you don't know what kind of energy is still residing there. Yeah. But I bet you they're just getting phenomenal um, uh, activity and, and uh, evidence. Yeah. The thing about this place also is if you go there, there's a restaurant there. Mm-hmm. There's a distillery where they actually make their own whiskey. Hey! Or not whiskey, yo. but um, moonshine. I don't drink moonshine, but... <laughs> <laughs> so there's spirits there, no matter if for the living or the dead. Spirits and spirits, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. There was a movie film there too. It's called Honeymoon. It was an R-rated movie. Okay. But uh, we've seen many times, you know, old, aban- uh, not abandoned, but mm-hmm. historic prisons being used as back sets for movies. Famous. I wonder if during the filming they actually encountered anything. Well, or in the movie itself, I wonder if there was any apparitions that people we that they have to watch yeah. it and find out. But the hauntings there are just unbelievable. It's yeah. every, in the research that I've done, every single person I looked up that has been there has got something. Yeah, I didn't see any on there. So there's been a lot of activities that's happened in the actual cells. So I've you know, done some research and read some firsthand accounts of people, paranormal investigators who have gone in there spent time in the actual cells people are getting touched they're getting grabbed they're getting like phantom pains like if maybe somebody stabbed them you know Mm -hmm. shanked them or whatever they call it scratches uh scratches hair pulls you know one lady felt like she got felt up basically (laughs) um to put it kindly and uh so just be very cautious when you go into these places make sure that you are prepared if something very odd happens, you know, you have to be conscious that you go into something and maybe you're provoking or trying mm-hmm. to, you know, kick up the dust, so to speak, <laughs> the dust orbs. Yeah. Um, you know, just just be very wary that these spirits will use every advantage to, you know, to either try to take your energy or come at you sideways or follow you home mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, I would definitely... Do your ritual after you leave, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's why I said there. there's so many accounts of people getting attachments from this prison. Just, you know, I, I can't verify them, but that's what I was seeing on some of the research that I've done. Yeah. And just to let everybody know that the tourism museum won't be open till April of 22. They close down for the winter time, um, just, you know, because it's so cold in there. But they have a gift shop and they have, a, like Joe said, a restaurant. Um, you can buy some whiskey. You know, and just like we said, there's so much activity. But I remember this tour, or 
I remember reading about this one tour that they had out in the yard and they actually saw an apparition of a ghost and it looked like it was spinning in circles like that's weird yeah i don't know what that would be but maybe who knows maybe it was one that was getting beat up yeah and the energy from that person getting beat up was put out into the universe i'd really like to go and investigate the cemetery yeah i think you would get a ton of activity Mm -hmm. there because you know you have unmarked graves and people probably want to be remembered. And Yeah, they, they said 400 people, but who knows if there's more. There could be more, right. I mean, like I said That's earlier, they said... Supported. Yeah. Like I said earlier, they said there was over 10,000 deaths in the location. So, very haunted. Very, very haunted. Yeah. So, just thanks for sticking with us with this short show. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to have a short show today because uh, we had the mega shows at the beginning of the right. season. <laughs> Which, thanks, guys, for listening. Those shows um, really are boosted our downloads this month. And, you know, just phenomenal shows. If you guys get mm-hmm. a chance, go back and listen to. Uh, we had some great, great guests. Yeah. <laughs> we had great guests at the beginning of the month. Um, but, you know, let's start planning 2022. We've mm-hmm. got to get out and and support some of these you know, historic and haunted locations, you know, you guys going and do ghost hunts or tours, that money goes right back into some of these, directly back into, you know, some of these, like, the jails, yeah. and the, the prisons, and it keeps them open so all of us can, you know, experience and, and go and have fun. And, and if you get down into Huntsville, Tennessee, stop by the old historic Scott County Jail, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can actually talk to Miranda about her time at Brushy Mountain State. Yeah, for sure. Guys, thanks for listening this week. You know, make sure that you get up and share the show with everybody. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a like. Go to our YouTube page. We've got some content on there now. Click on that subscribe button, too. Absolutely. So, guys, we will talk to you next week. All right, let's leave with some murder in Ohio from 60 Second Crush. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Look for that 222. It's good luck.